It's 11.06 on WSIC News Radio, and you're listening to We're Just Seeing with Senator Vicki Sawyer and David. I'd like to be part of our show, 844-STUDIO-4. We are streaming live on the WSIC News website, YouTube, Facebook, X, LinkedIn, and all points in between. Happy New Year, Senator Sawyer. Happy New Year to you. I see that you've renamed our show. What? The introduction was uh, We're Just Seeing... Is that, did I do that? A little bit. So clearly one of your New Year's resolutions wasn't not to give me crap. <laughs> right. Is that Okay. Right. All right. Good. At least, at least hey, we're starting news. out with things I've, we know. Well, let me tell you the the first New Year's resolution I'm doing well with. Uh, I started diet one of 52 of the year. Well done. Yes. Well exactly. done. Yes. For this week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, exactly. This week's diet is how, going how, well. How's this week's diet going? I, you know, it's a little close, a little shaky here, <laughs> but you know, going through it as I will do. And I, there's always next week to start again. There is always next week. I actually have been doing uh, dry January, uh, believe Me it or too. not. Um, um, so maybe a modified version of it. I've, I've decided I'm not. Just not I'm not going to have anything to drink at home. I just I figure that's a good place to start. Yeah, work David, my way in. You have about twenty jobs. I you're hardly ever at home. That's not the point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I feel like I can make this work. <laughs> I kid, of course. I kid, of course. Yes. But it is great to see you again. Yeah. Hope you had, did you have a good holiday? I did. I had a fabulous holiday. How about yourself? It was good. Well, actually, you know what? This is a Republican show. We can say Christmas. Yeah. You had a good Christmas. I did have a great Christmas <laughs> and a great New Year. It was fun with family. It was it was slow, all in the right places. So any any actual new year's resolutions yes okay well i am going to hit unsubscribe on all the emails that come to my inbox okay that's probably good i I just i don't know about you i mean do you have a lot of emails like yes i do oh yeah and i have several email boxes and i can't really unsubscribe from the senate stuff but for my personal and my business and my campaign so i'm checking four emails at all times and when you get like when you get the same kind of junk email over and over again, I'm thinking, well, maybe if I unsubscribe, I can limit the amount of email that comes to one of my four boxes. I like the theory. I really do. I mean, my, my problem is, is that I just go through and like, I will get in the span of an hour, mm-hmm. 45 emails mm-hmm. and probably 40 of them are junk. Yeah. And so I have to go through and I have to delete them and everything like that. And like my Gmail consistently yells at me that I'm running out of storage. And so like, I, so uh, before the, before the end of the year, I was sitting in front of my kids like, you know what? I'm going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to delete some stuff out of my um, Gmail. So I searched, how can I delete date ranges? So I went out, figured it out doing. So basically I had emails going back to 2017. Oh. Because I do not delete anything. Uh-huh. I, I don't, I keep every single email because I never know right. when I might need it. You know what? In campaigns, that's actually helped it, me. Yeah. I mean, you you can pull some stuff up. You always research things, and now you've let those go. I have from you 2017 could... to, to – I deleted 2017 to 2020. And just, Ooh. I let it go. And that, yeah, it took, it took Ooh. some, yeah, it took some, cause I figure, I figured, you know, everything about the world pretty much changed after COVID, right? Everything just sort of reset. At least that's what I'm telling myself. So there is another option. <laughs> I know I've seen your sneaker collection, so you're not a man who denies himself of many things. What, that, Why didn't you just purchase? You saying more? I don't need shoes? No, you're no, saying no. I don't no. need shoes. I saying, think that's what you're saying. I'm saying you're not afraid to spend a buck. I'm. You know what? That's but, not, that's unfair. No, it's not. No, but listen, <laughs> there is an option on Gmail where you can pay for more storage. Uh, that just seems like a waste. Okay. That just seems like a waste. Okay. Besides, if I pay for more, if I pay for more storage, that's less I can put towards my shoes. <laughs> okay. All actually, right, actually, fair. that's not fair. I can't back that up. I would still spend the same on my yeah, shoes. Yeah, you would. would. You would. absolutely would. I have, I have a problem. I have a weakness. My wife will, uh, my wife will attest to that. But yeah. maybe my New Year's resolution needs to be to um, 
I would say to make do get a better handle on my uh, emails and my Gmail account, but really what's more likely is I'll just pay to add the storage. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, you know who can't pay for something right oh, now? Oh, professional ah. radio transition. Well done. A Minnesota congressman, <laughs> Dean Phillips, or uh, let's see, Mariana Williamson. Oh, yes. You know why I don't know their name very well? Uh, why? Because they're not going to be on the Democratic ballot in North That's, Carolina. Uh, she, the Marianne Williamson. She, she's run like two or three times, right? I believe so. She's like a she's like the, a, a spiritual thought leader and thought, author. How does one become a thought leader? <laughs> like, is that like something they advertise on Indeed for? I think you know, looking for qualified thought leader needs to have expertise in X Y Z salary ranges between you know. <laughs> 50 grand and 100 grand. There must be some like secret society that you go in and it's the same society that determines who are thought leaders and which month is pizza day or which day is pizza day. Who decides that today is National Pizza Day? That's fair. That I mean, is, or National Margarita Day or yeah. National Burrito Day or like cuz everything has a day these days. It, absolutely. I mean, I need to find out who these people are so I too can become a thought leader and have a National Vicky Sawyer Day. <laughs> Vicky, you've been a state senator, a thought leader may be too high. That may be that may be breaching too far. I, I really I'm not sure you can make that well, one. Well, this poor thought leader, she cannot get on the ballot in North Carolina. Well, and, and this is what's interesting to me. I did not know this until your crack show research came through at 930 this morning. <laughs> um, so I did not know this, that in general, yeah. that the criteria for being able to get on the ballot was simply you had to have if someone saw your name mm -hmm. that uh, I guess media and or recognition needed to say, oh, yeah, this is someone running for president. You need to have some like so your name need to be recognizable. That was the sole criteria oh. for being able to get on the ballot and for a lot of these people. And apparently the uh, North the State Board of Elections in North Carolina, which is, of course, run by. Democrats, Democrats uh, decided that neither Congressman Dean Phillips or Marianne uh, qualified in that realm to be on the well, ballot. Well, you know what? I am not afraid to throw off on the State Board of Elections, but on this one, I have to have their back. Really? So. See, and they say bipartisanship is dead. I know. I <laughs> Look know. At you. you should see my Twitter lately. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my ex. Uh, so actually, it is the function of the state parties, the Republican and the Democrat parties, and I guess Constitution and Green and all those folks, their executive committees submit the names of those they want to see on the presidential ballot. So the State Board of Elections simply just said, it isn't our role or overreach to put other people on the ballot against Biden because that is uh, solely the function of the Democrat Party. Ah. So if you are in a Democrat and you would like to vote for someone else than Joe Biden, well, your party said you're out of luck. Well, there you go then. Yeah. So and democracy not or I guess democracy dead in the Democrat Party? Well, I thought they were the party of democracy. Well, I mean, it is Democrat, you know, I yeah. mean, it, well, it, that was supposed to be the pr premise behind the name, right? Right. But, you know, but, you know, but that's also the party where words don't have meetings like male, female, <laughs> um, boy, girl, things like that. So, I mean, they obviously can adapt it to where they want to right? Yeah, it also is the party that is having electeds uh, step out of their um, 
rulemaking authority and not allow Trump to be on ballots in certain areas too, Which right? is in just crazy states. to me. It was just crazy to me. You're talking about the, the Secretary of State of Maine, yes. wasn't it? Colorado. Um, Colorado, the same. They just decided that um, Trump did not, that they have made an executive ruling, I guess, from, yes. their, from their standpoint that Trump did in, commit insurrection, though he has not been charged, tried, or convicted. Charged, uh, of but any not of tried things. and convicted. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, for something he hasn't been convicted of, but does not belong on the ballot because of their, I guess, their learned legal experience. Yeah. And so this is where I'm always so fascinated by the Democratic Party because they say one thing and people believe what they say, but they do something entirely different. Yeah, I know. Imagine that. Imagine that. And unless you're watching, <laughs> then you really don't know the hypocrisy that lies within that party. No, 100%. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know Democrat's going to Democrat, right? <laughs> you're listening to We're Just Saying on WSIC News Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We're Just Saying on WSIC News Radio with Senator Vicki Sawyer and David. Glad to be part of our show, 844 Studio 4. We are still streaming live on the WSIC News website, YouTube, Facebook, X, LinkedIn. Uh, we do actually have a caller, our first caller of the year. William, welcome to We're back to We're Just Saying. How are you? Happy New Year to you good people. How are y'all? Happy New Year, Happy sir. New Year. Listen, uh, Vicki. Sir. want to congratulate you last year for your well doings on part of helping the budget of North Carolina. Thank you. It represent and we're representing the state of North Carolina is representing for all over for the low forty eight. We're setting the standard. Thank you. And it's because of it's because of you, Vicky. Oh well. And others. That's kind of, thank you for saying Listen, and others because yeah, go ahead. Hypothetically speaking, you're running for the Oval Office. What are you going to tell yourself? Because it's about you as well as it is about us as American people. What are you uh, going to tell us that you would do if you get elected into Oval Office as president of the United States of America? I would stick to one diet for the entire year. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of pictures being made, I think. And I'm going to have to go and see, like... You know, and I can't let Nikki Haley outshine me. You know, outshine me. So uh, don't set your sails too high. <laughs> <laughs> I joke. Gosh, you know what? I don't. I don't know. That's a really good, thoughtful question. I don't have an answer to because David. I can, know it's a loaded question. Yeah. I know it's a loaded question. But see, that's the my point, Vicky. Is is that you guys got some a lot of things done, got a lot of things accomplished, and and a lot of money went distributed out with the state in a lot of good ways. And that's being productive and that's being getting some things done. And none of the candidates, not even Donald Trump himself. Now, we know what he did when he was in office the last four years. He spent a lot of his time fighting uh, to stay in because mm -hmm. they didn't want him in in the first place. And that's what it's going to be again if he were to be elected back in again in 24 later this year. Mm -hmm. um, but. That being said, Donald Trump and all the rest of the hopeful candidates have not said anything about what they're really actually going to do if they get mm -hmm. elected into office mm -hmm. for us as the country to try to make things better. Because there are a lot of fires out there, as well, we know, mm -hmm. and we're not going to put them out 
and we're not going to put them out tomorrow. We're not going to put them out the day after tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. going to take some time. Mm-hmm. But nobody is talking about doing that. And mm-hmm. I just was curious because I know you're getting things done and the actions sometimes speak louder than words. And you haven't really, I mean, of course, you've said some things that you were going to do and you followed through. Mm-hmm. But just doing it, Vicki, like you did last year, shows what kind of person you are. Oh. And that's the reason why I asked you that question. Thank you, William. Thank William, you so thanks much. Thanks so much. And thank you for the call. It's great to have you back on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and you guys take care, and uh, we're going to be an informative and have a good, prosperous year. I'm, I'm hopeful for I, I it. Appreciate so. that. I appreciate 100%. that. 100. Happy New Year, William. Happy Thanks New a lot. Year. So he's starting right. off with a nice compliment. That is there great. For the year. I need to take William to Raleigh with me. Yeah, he could just you do. be like my or hype make, man. Make him your press secretary. Yeah, he could be like my <laughs> hype man. You know, yeah. like. But no, but but he's he he raises a good point, right? Um, on the on the presidential election side, so many times when the when the candidates are up there. You know, we've got to do something about this. Okay, well, like what? Mm-hmm. Well, no, but we just got to do something about it. Well, okay, like what? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's it's it, it's short on specific. You know, it's long on rhetoric, short on specifics mm-hmm. for a lot of them. And, I, and William makes a valid point. It's like you know, drill down and, and you know, get some specifics. Right? Mm-hmm. What are you actually going to do for these people? And and that is, I think, one of the luxuries you have at, at the state government level, right? Because you actually can, you know, you actually do listen and hear from your constituents, and you actually do make an mm-hmm. effort to get things done about them. Now, does it always pan out? No, yeah. but uh, but the times that it does, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's because of your hard work and and trying to push things through. So, see, starting off the new year, yeah. you know, a nice phone yeah. call and everything like that. Um, but I still feel like I still feel like at some point we're going to get somebody to call to yell at you. Yeah, I'm sure it's coming. Um, but I do want to say probably my biggest pet peeve. Can I talk about my pet peeve? I don't know if it it's is abs- your show. I don't know if it's absolutely anything I can specifically do about, but uh, something that I agree with with uh, Vivek Ramaswamy and also Donald Trump is we have empowered state and federal agencies to become quasi-lawmakers without any oversight. I mean, they do have this rules committee review, but those are, it almost feels like when you elect a politician, you really aren't going to be able to change whether it's a Republican or Democrat or whoever that person is, because unless you can start um, taking away power from those bureaucrats, then all of this is for naught. It's like a show. I mean, really, as hard as I work um, at this, this is a part-time gig for me. It's a full-time job for those people who work in Raleigh and in D.C. And they have ideas and they have goals and they set rules and rules that you and I have to follow almost like law. Mm-hmm. And if no, although the they're not a law where the sheriff can come and arrest you, they're a rule where the Department of Revenue can mm-hmm. or the our IRS can make your life a heck of a mess over some rule that an unelected bureaucrat made without public input. I don't know how to fix that, um, but for me... I I would like to really um, take back some of the power from the agencies that we've handed over. No, absolutely. And, I'm, and I remember when you first got down there, when we uh, started talking, when you were really first in your first session and you were trying to, you know, hey, you were going to get this done, got to get this. And then how many times you really ran up against the brick wall of these agencies that were like, well, no, that's just that, that's the rule. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. Yeah. And we're not changing the rule. And the only way you could actually change the rule was through legislation right. to get them to change the rule. Right. And it was just and it was just a constant battle and fight to actually you think something that 
is so relatively small turns into a complete act of legislation just to get them to change. And that's why I talk about here's term limits. Yay, term limits. Let's get those electeds out. Well, if you're going to term limit electeds, you better darn well term limit bureaucrats and lobbyists because all you're doing is handling handing over the control of your government to full-time paid lobbyists and full-time paid bureaucrats because they're called themselves weebies. In other words, they look at politicians and say, we be here when you got here. We be here when you gone. <laughs> yep. and, and, and unless you have some time within this office and learning how to navigate those bureaucracies, then you basically are ineffective. And, and if you're artificially term limited, in other words, you know, I feel like we have term limits every two years, right, as an election, mm-hmm. if then then they're going to control everything. And then and then where are you at? Yep. Right. And then where are you at? So I, I struggle with that term limit thing because I see the inner workings of government. And speaking of which, let's talk about the inner workings of parties. Yeah. So now Biden is the only pick on Democrat thing. And yep. and now deep state people are trying to take Trump off of this. I mean, where does that I mean, to my point, where does this all come around and how do we as people have our voices heard and not muffled through bureaucrats and through political parties. No, 100%. And I think that the challenge is, I mean, if you look at like, you know, for uh, several weeks back, we had our 10th district convention. Mm -hmm. Um, You and I have attended a number one of those. I I just rolled off as vice chair. And um, it was amazing to me because the way, um, the way, uh, for example, voting is allocated and things like that. People sometimes don't realize the intricacies and the rules of the, of the inner workings of these parties. Whereas you can come in and you can actually be, you know, a person who receives the most votes, but because of waiting and population, right. you actually lose. Right. And 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 there's number of and you know and it's similar in our um, you know from president you know every party. We'll talk in about state, that. Yeah, every party in state chooses their presidential um, candidate uh, uh, differently. We have caucuses, mm-hmm. we have primaries, and really what it, uh, what's amazing is is people go and they cast their votes, but really it's not their vote that is selecting the person. It is the delegates. Um, that represent maybe the particular population area because we have in some states like um, always, always they always joke that like I think it's Rhode Island sure. that has like has or, or there's some state I can't remember if it's Rhode Island or if it's New Hampshire or if it's Maine if it's somewhere but there's some little outlying area that always you get you want you get one vote one electoral vote from because of the proportionality and pop and mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. uh, voting is weighted towards mm-hmm. so that's always very interesting but it's a really con it, the one man one vote one woman one vote. Really, in primaries, it's not really that way. When you and I were doing some show prep um, at uh, 1059, um, we were (laughs) looking at how delegates are chosen uh, through the primary to go to the convention. So, you know, many years I've watched the convention and and seen everything, and I understood why people wanted to be there because they cast their ballot for whomever they think is the top one. But... So the reason, but actually it's the delegates who choose who the pro, the party's person's going to be. So in other words, if Biden were to not wake up tomorrow, mm-hmm. not the saying I wish that on the man, but just he's, he's kind of old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 he's in the twilight of his life, yes. right? So if tomorrow doesn't come for him, then how does the Democratic Party choose their presidential nominee? Well, it's not that really big deal. Because it'll be at their convention, regardless of who you voted for, they can choose whomever they want. Yeah, and that's that's what's amazing about this to me is is that if something were to ha- or or if Biden were to decide to withdraw, right, it is too late to put anyone else um, on on, on, the on, on these ballots. So then you go to the convention where the delegates 
that were elected at their state party convention mm-hmm. will cast the um, ballot mm-hmm. for who that person is. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be fair, that would make for some good TV. Yeah. I mean, a contested convention would really make for some good TV, I think. Yeah. But um, but it's like uh, similar to the way state senators in North Carolina used to be chosen. Um, uh, or or um, it, we, they would be chosen by, um, it wasn't by election, it was really? by uh, delegate, right? Oh, um, Or no, or no, um, it was to the... Uh, David. Con- I'm sorry. I'm thinking... David. The con- Congressmen were appointed yes. from the state houses from which they came, I gotcha. and so they weren't actual votes. So yeah. that that's the way it used to be, right? Yeah. So there's all these convoluted methods, and I think a lot. And we were reading some stuff for you, and it was like, and I and I remember looking at that, and saying, "Wow, this is really complicated." It is. It's math. Yeah, and I don't do math. I don't do <laughs> David math. doesn't do, and David you barely did history there too. But you tried. You know what? I was rebounding. Uh huh. You rebounded quite. Back. Well. I was trying to get. I was trying to get my thoughts straight. You know, just because. I mean, look. To be fair, it is not easy to carry this show. <laughs> it is not easy to carry this show. I have a lot on me, and <laughs> texts are coming fast and furious, and I'm trying to stay focused. And then I've got you, and I've got you yelling at me about <laughs> getting about getting a point of history wrong. It was not a yell. It was. I think it was a yell. It was a rebel it yell. Came, it came across as a yell to me. Okay. Okay. Well, That's all. Good I, maybe my rebound. volume here is too high yeah. on my headset. Good rebound, David. No, I appreciate that. You're listening to We're Just Saying on WSSE News. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We're Just Saying on WSIC News Radio with Senator Vicki Sawyer and David. Like to be part of our show, 844 Studio 4. We are still streaming live on the WSIC News website, YouTube, Facebook, X, LinkedIn, all points in between. So obviously, we're in a new year, but yeah. um, but it's time to, we were just talking, you know, about uh, voting before. Now it's time to actually start getting some votes in, right? Absentee yeah. ballot time. Absentee ballot time. Woohoo. It starts soon. Yeah, it does. So what would it, when it's would it go? January. Got? You can start requesting your absentee by mail coming in the next couple of weeks. And I'll get you the date. Sorry, it's supposed to be right here. But remember, the primary is March 5th. And yes, your vote does count. Um, and uh, then it is by January 19th um, is when you can start requesting absentee ballots. And they must be in by, what did you say, for a the Tuesday? Election so day. Election day. Have to mm-hmm. be in by That's election day. Yep. And that was actually a good change. I think so. Uh, so that, you know, pr- uh, people aren't waiting three, was, what was it at one three point? Days what, three days after. Well, during COVID, they extended it, remember? Yeah, to, 10 days. Yeah. Which, that was was, just, which was just insane. Right. That's another example of an unelected elected board making big decisions without political input. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. the, you all passed a very nice uh, elections bill mm-hmm. just for uh, uh, sponsored by um, our good friend, Gray Mills, who's yes. also running for Congress, yes. uh, sponsored that a lot of good things. And that one of that was that the absentee ballot had to be in by election day, mm-hmm. which, you know, we've talked about before on the show. I'm not sure exactly who would have a problem with that. Well, I do know who has problems yeah. with that, but I don't know. There's no real logical reason as to why someone <laughs> would have a problem with that. But yeah, but another good. So you um, mean if you don't turn your homework on, in on time, you, it, you can't get graded? Is that? 
I mean, well, that's, a, that's the way it was when I was in school. I mean, me too. Unless you had a slack teacher, right? Who well, gave and I you, had those. Did you? I had those. I mean, I had several Democrat teachers who were slack in that regard. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, get it in when you want to get it in. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. But um, actually, it's funny. I did have a professor um, who uh, in, co- in uh, college when I was at Charlotte, um, we went in. It was a uh, intro to business because uh, sure. um, uh, uh, I had started as a marketing major. And then um, I had to take calculus uh, twice and I withdrew twice. And said <laughs> I couldn't pass that. I changed my major. But... Um, um, because Coble does not do math. Yes, but um, we Coble were, doesn't do calculus. Yeah, doesn't do calculus. No, he does not at all. <laughs> but um, came in and he was going through the syllabus. And this was actually my first experience with somebody who um, who came from a, a business background, sure. right, and everything like that. Who was who was not a professor by trade, but came in and he was going through the syllabus and he said attendance. And he looked up and he goes, he goes attendance. He goes, look, he goes, I don't care whether you're, you come to this class or not. He said, he goes, he goes out in the real world, you got to show up for work. If you don't show up for work, you're fired. If you don't show up for this class, you're going to fail. He said, so I'll leave it to you to decide whether or not you're going to come or not. Strong. And so I was just like, okay, that, you know, perfectly clear. So, Strong. but it was a fun class. So I didn't mind going to it, yeah. but, but um, he was like, you know, for deadlines on homework and stuff like that, he was like, you don't have to turn it in at right. this time. I'll fail you if you don't, but you are welcome to try to turn it in after. Yeah. And that's just sort of the way he was about yeah. things, which I sort of appreciated. So no uh, passed away grandmas or dog ate homework or no. my roommate puked on it because they got drunk last night. No, none of that None stuff. of that. None, none of, that. of that. And there could have been one or two instances of certain things of that, but no, not even, not even <laughs> so, remotely an excuse. And so this, so now the law says that you too cannot blame someone else for your procrastination. Exactly. Right. You, will, you must have it in by election day, yeah. which again, I think is the way it should be. But you can also track your, actually, but you can track yes. your absentee ballot, yes. which I think a lot of people don't realize there's a site called Ballot Tracks um, that once you have sent it um, and everything like that, you can track where it is mm-hmm. and that it's arrived and will update and tell you that your absentee ballot has arrived. And it actually will text you as well, too, because I had ordered an absentee ballot just because I was one, or for for a family. Um, and I was able to track it. I wanted to see how the process worked. I might do it again just to make sure. Also, so that I can avoid electioneering. Yes. That's avoid electioneering. <laughs> well, we were talking about earlier uh, yard signs and election signs. And another thing that is um, controversial. I'm really surprised that wasn't the thing that you said you would do as president. William teed you up very nicely. Oh, that I you missed could, an you, could, you did. You missed an opportunity to say the first thing out of the gate you would do is issue your executive order against uh Campaign signs. Yeah. I missed right opportunity. And electioneering at polling locations. And electioneering at polling stations. See, you, mm-hmm. missed, your, you missed your chance. Mm-hmm. That's why I'll never, I'll never be president. <laughs> I can't think quick. I can't think quickly <laughs> enough on my feet. Um, but no, you know, those of you who want to vote, but you don't enjoy uh, the electioneering. Uh, in other words, that means like people like me who are standing out there and asking you to vote, um, asking you to vote for them and you just don't want to be around that, then you can order an absentee ballot. It comes to your house. You can fill it out. Now, there is a caveat because before um, it just had to have one witness signature. Now you have to have two witness signatures. So you'd have to have two people sign off to say that you're, you are who you are saying. And then or or you can get a notary, notary public. No, I said that wrong. Notary public. Thank you. <laughs> to sign and witness your signature. So there are two options there. You can turn it back in and you can track it online or by text. They'll send you text that it has been received. So that's a great way to do it. Now, something else is cool. So 
there are thoughts that maybe folks are falsifying their witness on their absentee ballot. So say I got my ballot, I signed, um, but I didn't get two independent witnesses to sign it off. So how do you figure that out? Well, the state um, law has now tasked the State Board of Elections to pick 10 counties. And in those 10 counties, they're going to pilot different software. There's a signature verification software that will it will absolutely take the signature that is as your witness um, on that absentee ballot and compare it to, say, the signature on your ID, your mm-hmm. license, or your signature on other forms of um, identif- identification that our government. Mm-hmm. And so um, now be in those 10 counties, those ballots are not going to be treated any differently than any other ballot. So if the software says there's an issue, they has been directed that the ballot still counts, right? So it's not like going to treat one differently than the other. Mm-hmm. It's just piloting software. And this is just for the primary. If it turns out to be successful and work, that's something that we in the short session um, in Raleigh can pass a law and to say that it should be used in the presidential election. I'm excited to see how the pilot works. Yeah, that will be interesting to see how many, it, like what it catches and what it doesn't. Um, and then obviously the verification um, afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it is just, uh, you know, like you said, it's a pilot program. But that will be interesting to see. And and, bef- and I can already I can already hear, you know, some people worried about, you know, my signature being compared and stuff like that. It's like, look, folks, the horse has left the barn on that. Mm-hmm. The, your signature is out there. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, if you've got, if you've ever signed anything, your signature mm-hmm. electronically exists somewhere. Right. And, and, and I mean, I pretty much electronically sign pretty much everything these yeah. days through DocuSign or I mean, whenever I get documents and things like that mm-hmm. that I've got to sign. I largely use those things Me too. and my with my signature on them. So I I think it'll be interesting to see how that how that shakes out and see, you know, I'd, I'm, I'm sort of a little bit of a tech geek um, anyway. I, stuff like yeah. that fascinates me. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to see how that software tracks. Yeah, me too. I'm excited that we're trying to do something to make sure that those votes who are counted count legally. Um, this is something that was long overdue. And, um, and we saw actually during a a congressional election not too long ago uh, in the ninth district where absentee ballots were being manipulated Mm -hmm. for the advantage of one candidate versus another. Um, So this again is seeing that in, in theory, the theory is that there may be some, uh, issues with harvesting of ballots, absentee ballots, and this is a way to stop that from happening. Yeah, absolutely. Another interesting thing on elections, obviously you don't have a primary, no. um, but you do have a general. I do. Uh, a general election opponent, and uh-uh. uh, your your general election uh, opponent found found their way to NBC News. Yeah, yeah your, your, ra- your race made national headlines, Vicky. It did. No, I don't think your name was barely mentioned in the in the story. It, it was. It was, <laughs> you know, so you hear about these things where politicians complain about bias media. And you're like, oh, they're just whining. You know, and so when I say this, I say this tongue in cheek, but it was because I understand the game. So uh, there was a national reporter from NBC News who actually came to Davidson, the town of Davidson, and did a on the street kind of report with a candidate that's running against me. And great is it was well shot and great and funny, actually, in certain areas. I, kudos to some cute quips. Um so he had it all produced, and then I got the email like a day before, like, and a deadline later about how I'm supposed to respond to this. 
Dude, you're like five miles away from my house and you come all the way down from a national bureau to do a report and you talk to the Democrat and then you email the Republican a day before a deadline and ask for me to give a statement. And when I do, you use like a very minimal part of the statement as reverb. And I'm like, there's no bias in media. There's no bias in media. Actually, I think it would have been funny is if you had missed the email. Well, we reached out to Senator Sawyer for comment, but she could not get back to us before our deadline. What's she what hiding? What's she hiding? What is she hiding? Is she afraid? <laughs> right. very, Obviously, very afraid. maybe this Democrat has a better chance than people think. Uh-huh. Yeah, Democratic groups, please send money and lots of it. <laughs> Man, I, so it, it, that's what's funny. So I started my career um, in uh, PR, doing corporate PR stuff, uh-huh. and I it always infuriated me because we would be um, in the office and. and a reporter, you could always tell the reporters who hated uh, the industry or the bank. Uh, I was at a bank that that they were uh, reporting on, and we would get that kind of stuff all the time. Hey, I've got a five p.m. deadline. It's like two thirty in the afternoon. Uh-huh. We need to comment about this. We understand this, 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 this. We need to comment by five. Yeah, and it's like okay. Well, how am I supposed to get you a comment by five when right. I'm just now seeing this? And by the way, you didn't attach the full story. All you told me was the gist of what you were running. We'd like you to comment. <laughs> What am I supposed to say? I know. It's like it's like you you got done that way, Vicky. That was awesome. I know. I'm like, okay, I'm big time now. Now I see. But it, you know, that again, I think I said to you before the show, I love this gig that I have because I get to learn so much about how the world works from soup like the, the whole entire gamut. And when you hear about national reporting and um and you hear other people complain about the biases towards Republicans, you know, it's almost kind of like ho hum drama. You know, you just keep hearing it over and over and over again. And then when it happens to you, you're like, oh, I get it now. No, I, get I get it. it. The only thing, I, I totally understand that, but I do have one. So today, I guess, is pet peeve day. I do have one pet peeve. What's that? Okay. My real name is Victoria. Yes. Okay. I understand that my name that's on the ballot and the name that I have my alias is Vicky. That name was given and spelled to me by Miss Caldwell in sixth grade in my science class. I don't spell Vicky because I chose any other way to spell it. Miss Caldwell chose, chose it for me. That's V-I-C-K-I-E. Yes. If you're going to report on me, could you kindly do Miss Caldwell a favor, rest her soul, and spell my name with an I-E? Did they give you an E-Y? He gave me an I. An I? I'm oh. like, or a Y. I don't know. I don't care. I just, I get it's a nickname. It's not my official name. But for the love of Miss Caldwell, can you please spell my name with an I-E? Well, clearly the way they handled this story, they're probably not, you know, the kings of journalistic uh, <laughs> uh, quality. So we'll be right back. Yeah, I, I like, like it. this. Uh-huh. I like this. Welcome back to We're Just Seeing with Seeing. Saying. <laughs> See, you did that. You did that. We're Just Saying <laughs> with Senator Vicki Sawyer and David. Like be part of our show, 844-STUDIO-4, streaming live on the WSIC News website, Facebook page, YouTube, X, LinkedIn. I'm a consummate professional, and you just absolutely just keep screwing me up with my verbiage. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay. You proud of yourself? I'm glad we think we're funny. <laughs> I think we're hilarious. I, 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 I think we're hilarious. Okay, good. But, uh, granted, I'm biased, but I think we're I think we're hysterical. But, uh, but going back to your story, but the actual crux of the story was she, you know, don't she, say it. She, she's made a joke right of her campaign uh, it, based off her her slogan. She knows she's not going to win. Her website yeah. even says, "I have no prayer." Yeah. But the crux of the story was that the reason she has no prayer is because you're an evil gerrymanderer and 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 you've drawn. <laughs> this district to where Democrats have no chance. I think it was the thrust of the story. <laughs> yeah. <I can. laughs> so um, later when we talk about rated X, then you'll see why I'm laughing so hard. So I'm going to try to make it through with a straight face because um, I'm trying not to say a cuss word. But um, <laughs> so what I'll, what I'll say is that um, when you look at my district, it is always, and if it's Stevenson ruling, it's Iredell County. Iredell County whole, and we have to pick up some people from other areas in order to, for proportionality. Before, I had all the way down to Huntersville and Cornelius. All this new district does is take away Huntersville, which arguably is probably more of a Charlotte suburb than the town of Davidson, and it moves over the town of Davidson. And so those of you who don't live in our district also know the town of Davidson, actually part of it's in Iredell County. Mm -hmm. It is Iredell County um, town of Davidson. So it's just a natural progression for to include the lake community of town of Davidson and Cornelius when it works out by the numbers to include it with Iredell County. So that is what um, that's I don't understand the big egregious thought here, like why it's such a bad deal and why. As we'll discuss well, later, I mean, and rated X, I mean, at the end of the day, your goal is to subvert the vote. Mm. Um, everyone knows that, and mm. you know, and obviously, this NBC News reporter <laughs> came down as a shining, you know, shining example <laughs> of advocacy to make sure that your unfair tactics are exposed, Senator Sawyer. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So like in the where the town of Davidson was in before, it was a heavily. They even said in the report, it's a heavily Democratic district. Uh, what about a Republican that lives in the town of Davidson? Are they have a chance of winning in that? Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think, I think we have uh, you, gerrymandering when, um, you know, a heavily Democratic district is never gerrymandered. Uh, a heavily Republican district is oh, gerrymandered. Much like oh. you can, much like you are a labeled as a conservative Republican, but you never hear anyone labeled as a liberal Democrat. Oh. See, so there's, there is, there is, there's key vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, Senator, that you simply have not learned yet. Okay. Okay. In the way that obviously, because had, if you knew these key things, yeah. you'd be able to speak more eloquently on these things, obviously. Yeah. So on WBT, I listen to, sorry, WSSE, but I listen to WBT a lot with Pete Callender, and he has a saying, and it's different when D's do it. It's yes. different when Democrats do it. It absolutely. But, yeah. But actually, but it's funny because you are, for our rated X segment, in, <laughs> as if it just came out of nowhere, uh, you got a uh, little bit of a, um, a little bit of a, uh, an email. Uh, are you going to gonna tell on? Me. I am going to tell on Don't you. Don't tell on I'm me. I'm telling on you, All but right. first we're going to go in. So um, you got... So this um, is Rated X, and yes. the Rated X segment is when we look back at my communications over the week, or in this you know, instance, a couple weeks, and we pick out those uh, folks who are uh, intentionally mean or gross or whatever they do to make themselves feel better um, in an effort to try to make me feel worse, and we make fun of them. <laughs> exactly. And so you received a um, email from to my legislative account to your legislative account, um, and we we and and it was in it response was, to this in response, in response to, this to this article and everything mm -hmm. like that. It was uh, it was two, two words, two words, <laughs> two words, um, gerrymandering 
was the first word. Uh-huh. He, and that is just one word for yes. people who want to know. Is Jerry, it spelled with an I-E? Yeah. It, it, no, it was not with an I-E, actually. <laughs> it was not with a J okay. or anything like that. It was it was spelled the traditional oh. way. Uh, you gerrymandering, and then it called you um, uh, it called you a word. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Yes. Uh, was the it was the word so thrown gerrymandering. At you. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. And we did confirm before going on the air that we could not say that word uh, for FCC violations. Uh, Bill, is, <laughs> our good engineer Bill, is out there going, "Oh, please don't say it. Please don't say it. We're say gonna it. Get, we're gonna get in jail. Like YouTube jailed one thing, but this well, is like federal jail if we say this. But yes, it was two words, and yes. and, and that in response to that. And so you responded back. Oh, you responded back. So you are uh, back. No, you are at zero no. in zero oh, okay. days without a workplace instance. No. Okay. So let's go back. I was so happy because my goal was to stop responding to trolls. Yes. In my mind, when we started this, then that meant on social media. See, we have a disagreement here because I did respond to... Uh, the GC comment. Yes, you did. And uh-huh. you were very sweet. You said, thank you for sharing your thoughts and vulgar words. I truly hope by sending this email, you found a moment of joy in your day, wishing you the happiest of New Year's. Fantastic clapback. Yes. Yeah. No, Absolutely. it's not a clapback. It was, all right, you know what? We have we have an impartial third party in, in our <sighs> engineer, Bill. Uh, Bill, can we get a ruling? I, I've I've said it. File the appeal, and and I'll put it through the process. It, it could take a while. We are jammed up here a bit. There are a lot of appeals going on with other other hosts. You know what? I feel, you know what? I feel I feel confident. So uh, so we're I, gonna you're gonna erase my. So that's a workplace. Bill, my buttons don't work. Oh, Bill, my buttons don't work. Send it to the same complaint department. So wait. So what you're saying is you're taking there it is. Yes. So you're taking away my. Fourth quarter clean workplace. Correct. You started the year with an incident. <sighs> I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I'm time started. Will it be easier to We're keep track? We're back to zero. All right. Well, I clap back. But I thought that was a pretty good clap back. <laughs> I think as clapbacks go, it was fantastic. Okay. Thank but, but, you. But the spirit of this was for you to stop responding to trolls. Yeah. And this was clearly a troll. Now, what we don't know, did the e- did he have a Ukraine flag in his email? No. <laughs> <laughs> because that's always key. Now, we need a peace symbol and a Ukraine flag. Now, I will say the Ukraine flag. Well, I assume th- it's a he. It was it was to, it was Tobrian. Uh-huh. Uh, T-O-B-R-I. E-N. Now, obviously, uh, B-R-I-E-N, oh. to, to, to Brian, it's not A-N. Yeah. So he obviously, maybe he suffers from the same issue I don't know, but do. I will. Or she. I will, I, will t- I will tell you that. Um, so I did a great podcast. Well, the podcast is great. I'm mediocre. But <laughs> there's a podcast called Do Politics Better. And if you've listened to our show before, I've asked uh, one of the guest hosts on there, Brian Lewis, to come and join our um, radio show. And so he returned the favor. And I actually did a podcast with him and Sky David. Again, it's Do Politics Better. And you can find it. I listen to it every week. And it's, it's very a, good. It is very good. And um, it, it's a great way to keep in touch with Raleigh as well as with this show. Um, so when we put that out there, our whole conversation was about how to deal with trolls. Trolls. Yeah, I listened to it. It was fantastic. Uh, now I feel like I've totally undermined the entire podcast because I've had and you, I, I still put a flag on this workplace injury. I mean, I really... I feel like I did. I, I was a direct communication back to him through email. Well, we'll see, we'll see what our appeals department comes okay. up with. Okay. I, I mean, I've, I, I am willing to 
I am willing to concede to put an asterisk next to this. Okay. That may, if it was a workplace incident, it was a minor one. Okay. How about this? So how about how about we say that it was a minor incident, <laughs> but we'll keep your record of no major incident. Okay. Incidents. Okay. No, it's okay. I'll start over. I'll say nobody got good... nobody got harmed per se. Yes. But you know maybe maybe there was an impact <laughs> on productivity. Well, you know what? They're always an impact on productivity when you respond back to people who are just plain mean. Well, for yeah, no that's just reason. that's just mean. That's not even creative. No, that's just mean. Yeah, I I wonder if he was in his mommy's basement when he wrote that. Oh, probably. I yeah. mean that, or you know, or at a, or at a Starbucks because he doesn't want to pay for internet. It's probably that. <laughs> but a twelve dollar coffee he can pay oh, for. Oh, well, you know, priorities, right? But not <laughs> Gmail storage. No, not but you know what? He, you know what? See. You mess with the way I say words, and then you're like on my Gmail thing, and I just I don't know why I do this. I don't know oh, why I do this. You do it because it's great fun. Now let me tell you, when we're coming up, I've had a lot of folks who are candidates asked to be on the show. Yes, and we are going to work through that. So look at your emails. I'm going to send you guys stuff. We ask that you don't willy nilly call in because I'm going to try to be fair to everybody, and we'll put certain days with certain times to have candidates on, um, and ask questions and kind of learn more about you because I do want people from the show to learn about their local electeds and their statewide electeds. So we're going to give each and every candidate an opportunity to be on the show. And I think it's going to be great because we only have, what, 60 days left until the primary? Yeah, it's a sprint. I mean, it's, it's a, roughly eight weeks, uh, give or take. So, I mean, this re- and, and, you know, for, for those who, who are not familiar with our area, once the primary is done, the election's done. Yeah. Uh, largely uh, from a, uh, at least from our Iredell County uh, local area. Correct. Um, uh, simply because just uh, because of all the gerrymandering you've done. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so but for statewide electeds it's just the beginning yes, right it and, is and, just and, the beginning and i do ask for you folks when you're listening to or looking up uh the republican candidates who are running statewide think about who they're likely going to face in the fall yes winning a primary all it does is ensure that you have a fight on your hand against the Democrat opponent in the fall. And who do you choose on your ballot that has the best choice of beating and winning the Democrat? Because winning the primary is good, but it isn't the best. Well, and and I think, and we've, we've had this discussion before, right? It's a, do you want someone who is 100% pure to what you feel someone should be, or can someone, you know, be 90% pure and win the election, Mm -hmm. right? You want somebody who's 100% pure that can lose in a general election, or do you want somebody who's 90% pure but can win? Right. And like, and, 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 and what, and for some people, it's like, well, if they're not with me 100%, if you're not with me, you're against me. And that means 100%. And go back and think about COVID. The problems that we had with the totalitarian um, regime that we had was because there were a lot of Democrat folks, especially on the council of state. And so us as Republicans didn't have a voice. So if you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out, well, I like this guy because he said, hey, to me or this person or girl, because um, she can win, go for the one who can win, Mm -hmm. because all you have to do is look back into COVID and those draconian measures that were taken upon us and how our wings were clipped as Republicans. We need Republicans to win next year. Absolutely. And with that, we are first show in the can for 2024, like that radio term. Thanks for joining us on We're Just Saying with Senator Vicki Sawyer. We'll talk to you next week.